Welcome to the BWFA Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast series brought to you by Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. This podcast is informational and not a specific recommendation. Please consult with your financial advisor. Hello, and welcome to the second podcast in a podcast series about long-term care and long-term care insurance. We ended the last podcast about long-term care on the fact that Medicare limits the amount of days it pays for long-term care expenses and the strict requirements it has in order to have those days paid for. My name is Thad Ismart, and I am a senior financial planner at Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. And today we're going to complete the podcast series with a second podcast about long-term care. Today we're going to focus on how do you pay for it out-of-pocket and long-term care insurance and how that can help pay for long-term care expenses. If you do pay out of pocket, if the need should arise where you need to go into a facility or have someone help take care of you at home, whether that's a home health aid or adult daycare, if you are paying out of pocket, it could have a significant impact on your invested assets, your investments, your net worth, your financial well-being, but also have a non-financial impact on family members. What is long-term care insurance and what does it help protect? Well, long-term care insurance is insurance you buy, as we noted in the previous podcast, in order to help pay for some long-term care expenses in the event that you cannot take care of yourself, whether that's due to a cognitive impairment or a physical impairment. And it would be if you can't perform one or all of the daily activities, the daily living activities, such as toileting, continence, uh, transferring, bathing. There are a number of other activities as well. Having long-term care insurance may free you from having to depend on government programs if you're eligible for them and loved ones. Sometimes folks, usually it's children, but other relatives or friends feel as though that they can care for these people, folks who need the long-term care themselves, Uh, whether that's in their home, traveling to the loved one's home, uh, or maybe selfishly they want to preserve inheritances so they take care of them. Uh, Having long-term care insurance could help relieve that burden on your loved ones. It could also assist in the form of assisting your loved one who's helping you transfer transition into a long-term care setting, or maybe you're on your own and you need assistance. So whoever it is helping you or they will help you, the insurance company, as you transition to a long-term care facility. They also provide reports and information on care providers and facilities. It could be financial reports or occupancy reports, other types of reports that you may not get on your own. Having this long-term care insurance policy provides those non-financial benefits but also the financial benefits. What are the components of long-term care insurance? There's four main components. There's a daily benefit, a benefit period, compound inflation protection, and the elimination period. The daily benefit is the amount of benefit paid by the insurance. That's it. How much are they going to help you pay? The benefit period is the length of time the insurance will be paid. So when the time comes you need to need long-term care expenses paid for, your policy will pay for that. Usually it's in a year period, one, two, three, four, five years of benefits. Compound inflation protection. This is to hedge against inflation. 
you can have three, four, five, six percent of your benefits increase annually to keep up with inflation. The higher the percentage, the higher the premium you're going to pay. The lower the premium, the lower premium you're going to pay. And the elimination period. The elimination period is the period from when you need the care to when benefits kick in. So if you have a 90-day elimination period, once you require the care, benefits will not be paid for 90 days. The longer the elimination period, the less the premium. The lower the elimination period, the lower the premium. So these are ways you can lower, increase, or decrease premiums by lowering or decreasing these benefits. The three principal reasons to purchase long-term care insurance are mentioned most of these. Preserve your assets for your spouse or your heirs. If you want to make sure that a stay or an extended stay in a long-term care facility will not have a significant impact on your inheritances or invested assets, you could purchase long-term care insurance. Having this insurance, as I noted, makes sure you have the choice and care you need, that you've already outlined your wishes, and it protects you from all those non-financial consequences uh, that having needing long-term care expenses would provide. When do you purchase long-term care insurance? We found that the most cost-effective time is in your mid-50s. It also covers you today. If you are younger, if you need long-term care, it's more likely as you age you'll need long-term care than it is while you're younger. But you still can receive care. This insurance policy will help you even while you're younger. I will say that we had a client recently, not quite 70, and they purchased long-term care insurance policy with a $3,000 monthly benefit, 3% cost of inflation adjustment, a 90-day elimination period, and a benefit of three years. And the annual premium was less than $2,000. So they approached 70, and they still could find cost-effective policies. So just because you're older than your mid-50s does not suggest you can't purchase long-term care insurance or you shouldn't apply for long-term care insurance. I always say quotes are free and see what the cost is. The premium, though, is based on age for the most part, and there are health underwriting uh, needs. It's important to note that the types of health and underwriting needed for long-term care insurance differs than that of life insurance. And the life insurance underwriting, they're looking, the life insurance company is looking to see what is the risk of you passing away prematurely or earlier than your life expectancy, because that is when they would need to pay the benefits. So if there's a history of heart disease or stroke or cancer, those would be impacts on your health underwriting for life insurance. When the health underwriters are looking for long-term care insurance purposes, they're looking for a combination of conditions, such as history of smoking, drinking, and heart failure, diabetes, drinking, and obesity. They're not necessarily looking for the risk of you passing away because benefits wouldn't be paid. It would be a condition that requires you to have care while you are still alive for an extended period of time is the biggest risk. So just note they're different health underwritings and quotes are free. Always get a quote because you can always say no. If you purchase and you're married, purchase identical policies that are called shared care policies. This will help reduce the cost. For example, if you and your spouse are looking for long-term care quotes and you're thinking, well, maybe I want to get six years each, you can certainly get those quotes. They'll give you a quote, see if it makes sense. But if you wanted to reduce the cost, you can get a shared care policy, both of you, that policies are identical, that has a three-year benefit period or a four-year benefit period. And then you're able to share the total benefit periods. So if you each buy a policy with four years, you have a total of eight to split between the two of you. It's not quite six and six, 
but it's a way to reduce the cost and still give you the benefit periods that you may be looking for. You may not qualify for long-term care insurance, and some of our clients fall in this category because of certain health conditions and the health insurance companies or like um, long-term care insurance companies would not issue policies because of these health conditions. You may still qualify for what's called hybrid policies. Hybrid policies are a combination of either life insurance and long-term care insurance or an annuity and long-term care insurance. The health underwriting may not be as strict. You may still qualify and some of our clients have gone down this route. Just know that these hybrid policies, they're going to be more expensive because of the combination of a variable annuity and life insurance. Typically, it's whole life insurance. But it is a way to get the quote, get the coverage you need in the event that you wouldn't qualify otherwise. Again, these quotes are free, too. I encourage you to get a quote just to see what the cost is. It's important to note, too, that BWFA does not sell life insurance. We don't sell any products. All the recommendations we make are always in the best interest of our clients. Um, so keep that in mind. If you are a current client and you'd like to discuss this more, we can certainly do that. Contact our office and we can set up a meeting. Like long-term care insurance, it's relatively new. It's evolving. Premiums are going to increase over time. Years ago, when long-term care insurance came about, companies were over-promising benefits, undercharging their clients. As a result, benefits were lowered over time and premiums were increased. People were living longer. People were using their policies more than they thought, than the insurance companies thought they were going to. Insurance companies thought eventually at some point, many of these policyholders would stop paying the premium just because they thought that they didn't need it. So all of these reasons uh, should indicate and have indicated premiums are going to increase over time. So keep that in mind. If you do receive a notice, if one of our clients, BWFA's clients, and you'd like some help to discuss your options, let us know. If you don't, that's fine. I would like to also note that on your the letter that you receive from the insurance company indicated that they've requested a premium increase. The options they note are not the only options. In the fine print, you're going to see a little note that says, please contact us for additional options. These are not the only ones. I will say most of the time we recommend keeping the policy as is and accepting the premium increases. They're relatively small. The benefits are too great. But if you're thinking about lowering the premiums for whatever reason, just note that those are not, are not the only options. There are other options. We just need to call the insurance company. Some companies actually got out of the long-term care insurance business. Genworth, for example, they were, it wasn't a profitable, that part of the division of the, of the company. So they got rid of it. I heard they are starting to get back into it because the pricing got a little bit better. But some companies will eventually get out of it. That's not to say that if you have a policy from Genworth or another company that decides to get out of the long-term care insurance business... That's not to say that your policy is invalid. It's a contract. It still is. They will honor the policies they've already issued. They're just not going to issue any new policies. And that's probably in your best interest if you fall in this category because that means it's not profitable. So by getting rid of that division, honoring only existing policies actually increases their financial strength and and it makes it more likely that they're not going to have to go default bankrupt on your policy, which I've never seen happen. So don't worry about that. Always review the financial strength of the company when purchasing long-term care insurance. If you are going to shop around on your own, I would recommend using a broker, not an agent. An agent represents the life insurance company itself. So if you go to um, John Hancock, for example, and there's an agent, the John Hancock agent will only get you quotes for John Hancock policies. A broker will give you quotes for all of the policies from 
many different companies. Some companies may hold a health condition at a different level than another health condition, meaning that you may not qualify otherwise for one of the insurance companies, but the other insurance company doesn't care so much. The broker will know that. Also, the broker doesn't receive a fee until they sell a policy to you, and it's directly from the insurance company. So there's no cost to you. So it doesn't make any sense not to use a broker in this sense, get the best qualities for you. And just note, as I noted, benefits may change over time because of those premium increases. Lastly, there's some important notes about long-term care insurance. Most insurance companies will not issue a long-term care insurance policy after you enter a retirement community. So if you are going to, or you plan to, think you may go into a continuing care retirement community, CCRC, should get quotes prior to that because most companies will not give it to you after the fact. Because you're going into a continuing care retirement community, they're assuming that you need help taking care of yourself to some degree. Well, that's an aspect that they don't, that's a risk they don't want to take on. Remember, Medicaid and Medicare does not provide for home health care and only helps Medicaid helps those who are the most destitute. Medicare only pays for a little bit of out-of-pocket costs, uh, first 100 days or so uh, for long-term care. If you do purchase long-term care insurance, it is deductible as a premium on your tax return. There is a one-time tax credit to Maryland, $500, that you can also receive once you purchase that policy. Well, thank you for listening. All things long-term care and long-term care insurance. Uh, we also have a webinar about this topic where I talk for about 45 minutes to an hour about it. Uh, I encourage you to listen to it. If you have questions, anything, let us know. Thank you again. Bye. Thanks for listening. For questions, more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal. The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.